Mike's F-Top Journey podcast. My name is Brickman, and today I'd like to talk to you about my muse, Vivian. What is a muse if not someone who inspires us to be the best possible version of ourselves? My music has always been rooted in my own unhappiness. Even the songs I have written about others, women I have cared about, were either about unrequited longing or reacting to the heartbreak I felt because of them. The first song I ever wrote that was truly for someone else, instead of just about someone else, was a song for Vivian. Even the simple title states the intentions quite clearly. For the first time, this wasn't a song that was meant to make me feel better about some trivial or deep setback that I had faced. This song was written to cheer up someone else, someone that I had truly grown to care about. It was 2015. I hadn't written or recorded any new material in at least a year, and it had been even longer since I had written anything with lyrics. I felt like I had nothing left to say. All my personal struggles had begun to seem like redundant lyrical fodder. My flirtation with political satire was even less appealing subject matter, because even I questioned my own sincerity or intentions to try to tackle social or political issues with a band named Mike's Effed Up Journey. I felt like my music days were over, just like my early 20s were. So what changed? What reignited my desire to plug in my guitar into the computer and record new riffs and try my best to sing in key? It was Vivian. I had deleted all of my social media in 2013 following a cataclysmic implosion in my personal and professional lives. The specific details are irrelevant at this point. Suffice it to say, I felt more alone than I had ever been in my entire life. I was in a dark void, and once again, I was seriously contemplating suicide. It hadn't been the first time, but it was the closest I came to being ready to die, and I was only 26. Somehow I managed to climb out of the abyss long enough to stop the downward spiral again. It was too late to repair everything I had lost during this time, so I tried to focus on the future instead. I rejoined Twitter and started playing hashtag games. I know this seems trivial, but it helped me get through some serious stuff. I never had the most popular tweets, but I did find some great people there, the most important one being Vivian. Now that I think of it, so many variables were involved. If I hadn't deleted my previous account, if I hadn't watched a particular late-night game show that featured a Twitter-based hashtag war every evening, if I hadn't quit temporarily because of certain online trolls bullying me on Twitter, only to return and get encouragement from fellow hashtag warriors, as we call ourselves. And if I hadn't written that one tweet that caught her eye, I would have missed my chance to write a song for the woman who became my muse. Now, it may seem corny, but it all began with her liking one of my tweets. When I saw Vivian the first time, I'm not exaggerating when I say this, she was the most beautiful woman I had ever seen in my life. If I could have imagined my ideal woman, that woman would have paled in comparison to Vivian, and I have been a fan of hers ever since. I retweeted all the fantastic photos she posted from the various modeling shoots she had done, from mundane wedding fashions to avant-garde, high-concept photos. But it was her warmth and gratitude for my support of her art that touched my heart. Soon we began having extended conversations, direct messaging, and I felt more excited than I had in years. It was because I had grown to care for her through our interactions that I felt such pain when she spoke of her unhappiness and uncertainty. I wanted desperately to cheer up this amazing human being who was pursuing her dreams, 
something I had failed to do in my own life. It was in this desperation that I felt my true understanding of empathy materialize. I would write a song to express how wonderful, vital, and impressive Vivian was, and still is, so that she could get out of that negative headspace that I was all too familiar with from my own struggles in life. I had no idea if I still had any creative juices left in the tank, but I finally had something to say that was important. The recording process for a song for Vivian seems a blur to me now, but I doubt that I ever had such clarity of purpose and efficiency in execution for any song I had recorded before then or even since then. Vivian and I had discussed Jim Morrison in some of our previous conversations, and I definitely felt that I channeled some of his energy into my vocal performance. The main guitar riff, though simple in structure, was the most effective backbone to a song I had ever written. It was malleable enough to be dark and mysterious in the beginning, and then it could shift to being bright and energetic after it returned, following the extended Vivacious Vivian chant in the middle of the song. If this song could make even one person happy, specifically Vivian, who had grown to adore as much as I have, that would make all the creative setbacks I went through in years past worth it. Thankfully, she enjoyed the song and gave it the most heartfelt and life-affirming review I have ever received for any of my creative endeavors. In that moment, I loved her for allowing me to not only have the chance to share how amazing I think she is in song form, but for also inspiring me to create the most sincere and pathetic work of my life yet. I set out to give her the courage to keep pursuing what she loved to do, but she ended up giving me the strength and courage to start creating again after I had abandoned all hope. She inspired me more than any person in my life ever did, and we haven't even met face to face, if you can believe it. If there's any reason that I keep writing songs for her and about her, it is because I want the whole world to love Vivian and cherish her as much as I do, because she is one of the rarest, loveliest human beings I know. And my song may not get played on the radio, but at least it had a positive effect on the life of the woman I care about, and it gave me a reason to live. So if there's any moral to this long tale, it's this. If you are lucky enough to have someone in your life that brings out the best in you, even when you feel that you have nothing left to give this world, then you should cherish them. Support them. Thank your lucky stars that you share the same air as this magnificent person. Don't take them for granted if they love you. I wish that I were fortunate enough to be married to my muse, but if you have the opportunity to share your life with your muse, don't squander that chance. Life is too short. Thanks for listening to the Mike Up Journey podcast. See you next time.
touch it will soothe you her smile it will move you your joy will continue when her beauty cuts through you
17 Mike's F'd Up Journey